Welcome to Spiritual Basics Podcast with April and Jen. My name is Jen. I am a psychic medium and energy healer and a huge fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. And I'm April. I'm a naturopathic doctor and intuitive, and I have the uncanny ability of dropping astrology into almost any conversation that I have. It is a superpower for <laughs> sure. <laughs> One of my many. Well, today, uh, what we're going to be covering is the, well, the title of our episode is, Do You Have Psychic Abilities? And you may be wondering, what does that even mean? If you heard that question, you might say no. And it could be because you just don't resonate with the term psychic. But you might have heard other terms like intuitive, empath, light worker, and you wonder what they mean, and you wonder if they apply to you. Well, Jen and I are here to tell you that you're not weird and well, maybe you're going to find in all the best ways. But we're going to go over some things today that you maybe have been afraid to even talk about with other people. You've wondered, is it normal? Are you normal? And we're all on different parts of our journey. And maybe you're coming into these abilities or things that you can do for the very first time. You might be scared or just unsure of what to do. And Maybe you're reawakening things that you've had when you were little, but you shut them down for some reason. Or it could be that you're just starting to notice things in a slightly different way that's been with you all along, but you're just tuning into that power. Right, right. So if you are wondering what those topics mean, uh, psychic is an intuitive or often paired one or the other, whichever you resonate with. And that's uh, that knowing, that inner guidance system. It's it's a little bit different for everyone and empath and light worker empaths often are sensitive to the emotions of people or animals or even the planet and a light worker, they often work with energies or angels just for the good of mankind. And uh, it's okay. Don't get hung up on the labels because we're all a little bit of this one and you don't have to be one thing or the other because there's a lot of crossover. But Jen's going to go into uh, a few more things here in a sec. Right. Actually, I really like how you said don't get caught up in the labels because for me personally, I don't really like labels. I don't, I don't think we need to have a name for everything that's out there. You are where you are, but hopefully this episode and future episodes will help you to realize things, learn some things and kind of um, help you out with your spiritual journey. So anyway, so I'm going to start out with one that people seem to think they know the most about it, I guess. It's called clairvoyance, and that means clear seeing. So it's when you're seeing things, either like really seeing things with your eyes or with your mind's eye. And that could be things like seeing glimpses of things, but when you turn to look, it's not there, like a person or maybe a little spark of energy, a light, a little sparkle or something like that. Um, also, if you can see colors around people, um, like auras, or have visions or things, maybe see shadows, that kind of stuff that all kind of falls under that same category. Um, You know, like you're kind of seeing it, but kind of not. Um, And then also another thing that people might not realize clairvoyance is dreams. When you're having a dream, um, you might be having a visit from a loved one within your dream. Um, There are different kinds of symbols within your dreams. Um, that, uh, you know, have significance to you, or maybe you're not sure what they mean. Um, 
Also, have you ever awoken from a dream that was like really realistic? Like you wake up and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I thought that was real. Sure. That uh, is really a, a big thing. And then also sometimes when people dream, they actually have the ability to control what's happening in their dreams. And that's actually something that's called lucid dreaming. And that's also a form of clairvoyance where you can actually control, like build a city, you know, go as far as that or say, I want to walk through a forest now. And suddenly you're walking through a forest. So um, that's a pretty interesting thing. Another True. Thing- and, and I think uh, a couple more things on that. Well, clairvoyance, because it's clear seeing, a lot of people think they don't have it if they can't see it with their outer eye. Correct. Right? But a lot of clairvoyance is with, was that inner eye, and that tends to be dismissed as your imagination. You made it all up. Yes, but, that's oh, true. Yeah. Yes, very much so. And like daydream is another thing on that list where like when I was younger, people will, like I remember I had a boss that gave me a review once. She said, oh, she's kind of a dreamer. And I didn't even realize that at the time, but that was probably my clairvoyance. Right. Right. <laughs> like I didn't even think of it as a compliment, but now I'm like, right. oh, gee, thanks, Beth. That was actually kind right. of cool. Yeah. <laughs> you might also see repeating number sequences. Clairvoyant, yes. clairvoyant people get that quite a bit or animals repeating spirit animals sending messages to you that's something that you may see with clairvoyant basically anything that you get your messages through sight inner sight outer sight you're getting those messages exactly exactly well the next clair is clairsentience which means clear feeling and this is actually one of considered the most popular clair and it's one of the chief clairs of an empath and that could be you take on the feelings of other people like emotions sadness anger grief and in some extreme cases you might even actually pick up the physical pain of someone else in the room with you if you, especially if you're in the healthcare field, if you've got a, a client or a patient with a hurt elbow and then suddenly your elbow starts to feel a little bit sore, that's a clear sign that you've picked up on stuff that doesn't belong to you. And we've all had these experiences where you walk into a room or you meet somebody and you're like, mm, the vibe of that person or place is just a little bit off. You can't explain it and you may even, again, uh, chalk it up to your imagination, but that is true. You are tuning it's you're tuning into something that you can't explain, something that's not tangible or they can't, you can't see. This is just about feeling. You may even use the descriptor "I feel." You know, I feel this room's a little off, and that and that's a sign that this could be one of your strong clairs. Uh, also, if you get goosebumps or tingles whenever you hear something, that's another signal of this intuition, this clear kicking in to give you truth or to give you a little warning system. And you could feel the presence or uh, of someone who maybe who's crossed over. You just get that feeling, I'm not alone. The, the vibe is a little bit off. So if you're not able to see spirits, you might actually feel them or just feel... I'm going to use a Star Wars reference here because I'm, I'm a big sci-fi nerd. There's like a disturbance in the force, right? You can't quite pinpoint it, but you know something is just a little bit off. And that's one of the signs for Claire. Right. And the other thing about Claire... Um, uh, uh, clairsentience, which is similar to clairvoyance in like where clairvoyance people, like you had mentioned, they think it's like their eyes have to physically see something, which is not true. Clairsentience is kind of the same thing. Like your fingers don't have to physically 
feel something, right. you know, it's, it can be sense like your, your inner feelings and, and uh, your sense about something. So, um, and then the next one um, that we wanted to talk about is claircognizance. And um, that is actually clear knowing. So when you just know something, so, um, for example, um, you know things about someone, like maybe you just uh, met somebody and you have this feeling about that person that's like, yeah, I don't like him. I'm not really sure why, but I just have this, I just know that there's something off about him. Or um, maybe, you know, you uh, know things about a, a person, like maybe read their mind, like maybe someone you're really close to. I'll be, I'll, for example, like my mother and I, and actually my sister is when we play board games, like you could never play Pictionary with us. Because <laughs> literally, I can draw a line and my sister knows exactly that I'm drawing, you know, a fish, you know, or, or something like that. And it's just, it's just crazy. But that's just, you know, the knowing. Um, a lot of times people who are clear, clear cognizant, they also, um, they have friends that will seek out their advice and say, Hey, you give really good advice. And, um, that's another thing that's about knowing. Jen, would you say there's a telepathic component to clear cognizance? You know, I, I think there is, but I don't think telepathy is necessarily just clear cognizance because you can also have the other clairs with that is certainly, you know, um, the feelings like if you ever hear like, you know, twins, you know, one bumps their knee and the other one feels it, you know, that seems kind of a joke, but actually it can be true. So the other clairs can definitely come into um, play when it comes to that as well, I think. That's a lot of quantum entanglement. I just read an article on that, not to get all sciencey, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's the thing that Einstein referred to as spooky. And physicists have just photographed the first example of quantum entanglement. And it's exactly that thing you described with the twins. Fascinating. It is. And very timely. Yes. <laughs> well, we're coming up on Claire Audience now. So with Claire Audience, if you hear your messages. It means clear hearing. So this could be you had an imaginary friend as a child. So there's a little bit of clairvoyance and, and mixing in with clairaudience there. So, but you're hearing conversations. And again, just like clairvoyance, you don't necessarily hear these things with your outer ear. You can hear it with your inner ear. And it may sound like your voice or another person's voice. And often our guides will initially make contact in our voice so as not to scare us off. But as you become more comfortable and more accustomed to the guidance of that voice, you may hear it separate and differentiate in, into the individual guides. So you may hear your name suddenly, uh, and you know you're completely alone. This happened to me once. I was dazing in that twilight sleep, I think half in, half out of a nap, and I really heard my name strongly, and it, it wakes you up. So it, it is very interesting. You could hear whispers. Um, it's much like that clairvoyance seeing the sparkles. You just, you just kind of are, are tuning into something. And ringing in the ears is a super popular sign, and it typically tends to be ringing in one ear. And I tend to call that angel downloads. I know my guides are speaking, but I, I, I can't quite decipher it yet. But you also may have a high level of sensitivity in your hearing. Noises can bother you. What people say can bother you. And one thing that I usually get when my clear audience pops up is hearing a message in a song. 
I will wake up with song lyrics in my mind and I know they're significant because it's a song I haven't heard in 10, 15 years and I need to go Google the lyrics. <laughs> and when I do that, there's generally a message in there for me. So that may happen for you as well. Yeah, that's really interesting. Quick story about Claire audience for me when I was first coming into my abilities, I guess, or learning more about them. Um, I didn't think I was Claire audience at all. It was before I knew much about Claire audience. And I'll tell you what, I was actually in a Walmart and I was looking for something. I can't even remember what it was. I, maybe it was like a brown envelope or something like that, like the kind you mail a big letter in. And I couldn't find it for the life of me. And I heard my name in the next aisle over. And I was like, what? Like, and I went over there and there was nobody there. But guess what was there? The brown envelopes. <laughs> nice. Go, so, guys. you know, then I'm like, hey, I guess I am clear audience. So, mm -hmm. and, you know, natural. I'm like, hey, thank you, guys. So That's right. Anyhow, so that's just a quick list of some things that um, will hopefully give you an idea of what, you know, the differences between the four most popular clairs and some of the abilities you might have or some things that you may be experiencing that, um, you know, have led you here to learn more about them. So hopefully this is a good resource for you. So we wanted to take a few minutes to tell you each a little bit about our stories, because if you're here learning about the basics, you're probably kind of early on in your journey. And April and I were there once too. So for me, um, I started out, well, I was raised a Catholic and um, I didn't really agree with some of the core beliefs in Catholicism, but I practice it anyway. You know, I did what mom and dad told me to do and what they raised me to do. And before I go into details, I just want a huge disclaimer here. I have nothing against the Catholic Church. I, you know, respect all different types of religions and beliefs. And, you know, I didn't have a bad experience with the Catholic Church. I just didn't feel that I was in alignment with, with some of their practices and beliefs. So I was what some people would call a cafeteria Catholic. You kind of go through the line and pick things here and there. Um, anyway, so I had an epiphany about five years ago that I can't really call myself a Catholic and be true to myself because I didn't find myself in alignment with those you know, beliefs. Though I am still a Christian, so what am I? But again, to me, labels aren't important. It's more important, you know, learning about yourself. And I started reading and learning about practices and beliefs I was aligned with. And then I found that the metaphysics, um, spirituality, new age ideas are what really resonated with me. So one of the biggest lessons I learned through my studies is that everyone has spiritual abilities, but not everyone has developed them. So I worked on developing and uncovering my abilities, and I consider this to be a beautiful and rewarding lifelong journey. And I've come really far on that journey, but I still have yeah. a ways to go. I mean, it's, you know, a lifelong journey. Um, I remember times in my youth that matched my abilities that I had forgotten about. Like um, I used to actually... Uh, when I wanted to get away from the energy in my house, um, I would go outside and I'd sit underneath my favorite tree. And looking back on it, I, I thought just recently, I'm like, hey, that was actually me connecting with the energy of that tree. It was very clearing and calming. And I connected with the energy of that tree and a couple other trees in my yard. But I never really thought about it that way until recently. So I know that I'm very strong in connecting with any energy, people, plants, crystals, um, God, source, 
angels, my guides, all that kind of stuff. But I still wanted to keep learning and sharing my experiences and knowledge. So here we are. Um, I do want to be very clear. I'm not here to preach or try to convert anyone to any religion. I actually don't follow a specific religion. But uh, the main purpose for both of us here is really to share ideas and serve as a source of knowledge for others going through their spiritual journey. So that's my story. And my story begins in a Victorian house in the deep south. It was a dark (laughs) and stormy night. Pretty much. Yeah. So I I did grow up in a Victorian house. It was about 100 years old. And it is in the deep south. And was it haunted? Yup. You know, I, I had lots of experiences when I was a kid. You know, my bike is never where I left it. Mysterious knocking and footsteps and, and so forth. And I think that um, kind of engendered me or predisposed me to be interested in the supernatural and paranormal. And I remember my mom taking us to the bookstore and saying, you kids can get any book you want. And I come back with a book with ghosts. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think I was seven. So I, I had just always been interested in it. And I had some prophet dreams when I was 15. So clairvoyance is really strong for me. Started reading tarot at 16. And then because I'm in the deep South, that's where a lot of that, um, shaming comes in from different uh, religions. So because of that religious shaming from other people around me, not necessarily my family, but other people around me caused me to shut that down because, you know, you're a 16 year old kid. You don't have a firm grasp of self-esteem and assertiveness and quite, quite the opposite usually. (laughs) Well, for me, I didn't. Right. And, and plus I was in a redneck school and nobody else did that. So my nickname was like Wednesday Adams, if that gives you kind of any kind of clue there. I could about, see you kind of got yeah. that vibe going. I, I know. I think I've graduated to Morticia by now, but um, yes. So I sort of had this lull. I still read books. Uh, Sylvia Brown, uh, psychic Sylvia Brown. I read a lot of her books. I was constantly reading books on near-death experiences and psychic books. So I learned about the intuitive gifts early. Um, But it wasn't until I actually went to medical school that I finally was with a tribe of people that were like me, where I could come out of my shell and felt safe enough to let these gifts manifest. And we started exploring things like Reiki. We kind of had like a little after-school club where my little tribe of friends, we would just try some different new thing. It was Reiki and crystal therapy and acupuncture and all, all these different things to just try to tap into our individual intuitive gifts. So that is where things really began to open up for me and I could begin to walk that path and step in and be proud of my abilities instead of it needing to be something shameful or that I needed to hide from. So it's become really important for me and it is one of my favorite things to do on this planet is to empower people and to help them to realize how amazingly awesome they are and gifted they are and to bring them up to to have that bravery and that awesomeness to step into their own individual gifts and and really help other people with that so that's what I love to do fantastic great story thanks there's more I mean so much more but I know me too I mean we we know this about each other (laughs) we are going to get to it in future episodes because I can't wait you're going to host a mediumship episode for us in the future and that is going to be a wild and crazy podcast episode because of the stories that both you and I (laughs) share with everyone yeah so Stay tuned. Spiritual Basics Podcast, people. It's going to be the place you want to be. Yes. 
So next week, uh, we have a really cool episode um, coming up, um, kind of a an add-on to um, what we've been talking about this week, going a little bit more in depth. Right. We're going to go in depth with each of these clairs, what they mean. I mean, we just gave you a little appetizer, but we're going to get really in depth, not only about these clairs, but how you can use them in your everyday life and begin to develop them. So stay tuned for that. Right. And we're also going to provide some exercises that you can do to help develop them and sharpen those skills and kind of take it to the next level. So interesting stuff. So thank you so much guys for joining us on Spiritual Basics Podcast with April and Jen. We look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, Have a good one. Bye, guys.